is brought to you by the Realm of Collectors. Please stand by and take your seats. Good evening and welcome to Shit Peace Theater. If you please kindly take your seats, the show will begin momentarily. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? Welcome to another episode of Master Speed Shit Peace Theater. I'm your host, Nick Brammer. Tonight, we got a little bit of a different show for y'all. We got maybe more than one guest. So, let's go ahead and start getting through our intros. Josh. Hey, what's up? Where you at? Uh, I'm a little bit everywhere. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under my regular name. Uh, my social media profiles are pu- uh, linked there. It's a public profile. So if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, you can. Uh, you can catch me every Friday on the All Queued Up podcast with my friend Greg. Uh, it's audio only uh, currently. You can also catch me every other Wednesday on this very channel on a show called Figabangin' with Ace Milo and JD and Brian Brink. And then every Friday night around 9 p.m. Eastern, here with you crazy cats. And that's me. Rob Milton, please tell the people where you're at. All up in your business. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, on the rock business, every time I get a chance, because, like, no time lately. And you can find me here every Friday night with the most lovely gentleman and tonight a lady. Ooh, that's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> when did we find out there were girls? Um, but that's the places I'm at. Nick, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook as Nick Brammer. You can find me on Twitter as Brammer underscore Nick. And on Instagram as masterpiece underscore shitpiece. Josh, I heard a rumor we have other guests. We we oh, wow. well, you know, we, I noticed if you guys notice, maybe Russ the Mus isn't here. Uh, he's on assignment. He's actually going to be doing a scientific study from the inside of a bear in its digestive tract this weekend. <laughs> so let's uh, let's give him a visit in his final moments live from the campground. 
Hey, what's up, Jazz? <laughs> oh my God! Welcome muted. to Masterpiece Champion. It's Russ to Mus. <laughs> How are you, everybody? It's glorious time for us to have out here tonight. <laughs> Look, it's Tim on assignment from the bear's ass. I have examined the bear's anus. <laughs> I will tell you, it is very brown. Okay. How bad did it and smell on the way out? It was really rough. I had to hold my nose. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, how do you say? I had to vomit, okay? <laughs> but, uh, but that's okay. I couldn't open my mouth because I didn't know the bad shit in my lips, okay? Well, apparently they don't going, just eat twigs okay? and berries. Now they also eat russes. Oh, yeah. I don't know <laughs> why I agreed to For this shit. For some reason, the bear was, like, really upset when he shit me out. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, we know you're a giant turd, so... You know! <laughs> Rip that boy bear apart, bear. you fuck. He said, I think they heard the best speak. He said, I'm constipated. Fuck the ground. <laughs> yeah. uh, and say hello Hi. to Miss Anna. What's up? Hey, Anna. And we have Hi. the beautiful, the beautiful Miss Anna. Hi, Bethany. Hi. What up, fools? And What's good? Lowry with the and there's the bear. <laughs> it's gonna be sore in the morning. I told, then, I told him why did he have peanut butter for lunch? It's <laughs> gonna be sore in the morning, but it ain't gonna be the bears. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> Suddenly, I feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> well, your pegs were touching. Indeed. Good try. Can't go peg to peg while I go camping. <laughs> oh, gentlemen, you guys. Uh, I thought you were supposed to go pull the hole. <laughs> Who says we haven't yet? Man, valid point. Oh, Jesus. Still still young. Yes, it's still early. Night is still young, okay. It's only it's only nine oh seven. The bottle of Jack Daniels isn't downed yet. We we still have it we still have Flaming, uh, the flaming marshmallow toss we have to do yet at other camp or so. You should call Russ a marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> but flaming might be accurate. <laughs> I love you guys so much. <laughs> love you too, Russell. All your asses. Mm. <laughs> well, hey, uh, sounds like you guys are having a great time. Be yeah, man, we're having a good time. We just wanted to pop in, say what's up to everybody, and hope everybody has a good show. Hell yeah, man! Well, have, fun, we have fun at the Shiraz camping trip. Oh yeah, no yeah. Y'all stay Kate, safe and have a blast. And you know, Kate, Kate, please forgive Nick for him all the stupidity that's going to come out of his mouth tonight. <laughs> I've been forgiving him for that for years. Ooh. <laughs> oh, as, Ooh. as opposed to the stupidity that comes out of Russ's mouth on a daily basis. I know. <laughs> I think you apologized for the wrong one, brother. I think I'm hearing that we're going to get the inside dish on the official Masterpiece Shit Piece household. Oh. <laughs> I told people to ask questions and nobody did. <coughs> oh, we're saving them for life, man. And then you can't edit the answers. Come on! Uh oh. Amateurs at this shit! <laughs> Alright. Oh, you guys. Yeah, anything you guys want to know about Nick, you just ask and I will tell. Oh! oh. Does he ever actually put pants on? 
<laughs> Rarely. Only when we leave the house. <laughs> it's the only way to be. My house is my <laughs> castle. Is it? Does he actually walk? I didn't hear, say that one more time. Oh, Russ asked, does he glide or does he walk? He kind of shuffles and stomps. There you go. <laughs> That's he's got these the big beer. ass. He's got these big ass caveman feet. It's like they're like Fred Flintstone. Oh, Yo, I know that feeling. I that wait, 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 wait! How is it though when he gets drunk? The dude is like perfectly level and dead smooth. It only happens when he's drunk. <laughs> he looks like death, just like floating around, just saying what's up to everybody. Throw a cloak on the bastard, he'd be terrifying. <laughs> That'd be a fat had, demanter. Had, a, otherwise. <laughs> a fat demanter, okay, you one-legged bitch. That's it. We're going to throw a cloak on him at TFCon this year after the rock party, and we're going to call him the Brementer. I am buying <laughs> I'm just gonna push him through the halls since it's right before Halloween and just watch him terrify everybody in the hotel. (laughs) Won't be the first time. I'm gonna put a tracker on him when we're up there, I think. (laughs) Not a bad idea. Wouldn't be a bad idea. (laughs) Nobody can keep track of me. Take away his debit card before he tries to get into somebody else's hotel room. Oh, Oh, look, Russell's breaking the rule right now. What's he doing? He's watching the show. <laughs> Dude, you're mm-hmm. on the show. I know. I do it all the time. He no, he's just trying to put a flashlight under his dick so Anna thinks it's bigger. Hey. Uh, Sir, where have your hands been? There's <laughs> <laughs> ass, apparently. <laughs> oh, shit. What's up, Davey Pooh? Love you. Here's a little rust the must behind the scenes. While you guys are recording, Russ is sitting on the couch with his phone way down in his lap, like way down in his lap, and he's watching the show and going through the chat. Every once in a while, he'll mute the mic and he'll turn the volume up just so he can hear himself talk. (laughs) I can actually see that. I can see that. Does he wear the glasses, too, when he does it? Yes. You narcissistic fuck. <laughs> you, why are you guys acting surprised at this? I'm not. Not at all. No, oh, not I'm one not. bit. I'm not. That was disdain in my voice. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I put some weird ass movie <laughs> transformer noise oh. on my phone. Oh. That was your first mistake. Oh. Y'all are going to be out it's like crazy. Oh. Mm. It's all right. Oh my Wait, God. It is National Coming Out Day, so. Hey, Bots in disguise. He's got a cape we can throw over Bramer. Hmm. <laughs> I used to. Nice. That's all right. As long as he doesn't <laughs> mind it smelling like Red Bull and vodka. Cool. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's right. That's Sponsored by Red Bull. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what we need to try to get a sponsor for. Goose I and Red it was Bull. Oh no, tequila no. Oh. No, tequila's my poison. Kate, Kate that drinks like that tequila orc. shit. <laughs> Cotton candy bag. Because tequila makes his clothes fall on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nick likes when I drink tequila. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking uh, of, we haven't introduced our other guest yet either. Yeah, guys. we haven't intru- even introduced Kate yet. Yes. All right. Well, you guys later, guys. Later, guys. Y'all be good. You have too. Fun. Have fun. Record right. Russ's cries and screams this weekend, Jason, so we can all enjoy. Oh, we're. Oh, I, I can't wait to lean up against his tent and just rub the chest hair all over just to mess with him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Just rub Velcro uh, over the tent. Just make sure you're snorting a little bit. I'm going to tell you people this. Oh, God. All right. We'll see you guys. Right. Have good night. All right. Bye. Later. Peace. Bye. Peace. All right. So that's a 15 minute intro without getting to my wife yet. Uh, Kate. Sorry. <laughs> Why don't you tell the wonderful people where you're at on the internet? I'm on Facebook as Kate Westcott Brammer. Uh, probably find me easiest just linking to Nick. Um, I'm on Instagram rarely, Twitter occasionally. Um, Twitter's a scary thing. But honestly, face, Facebook's pretty much the only place you're going to find me. <laughs> All right. And trying not to murder Bramer. I try. <laughs> so far, so good. Still here. I don't look good in orange jumpsuits, so, you know, it helps. True. Very few people do, though. That's why they do, That's exactly. why they went with orange. I look... See, that's the thing. I look good in orange, so that's why I have so much trouble to staying out of fucking jail. So is that something you're <laughs> striving for? No, I said that's why I have so much trouble staying out of jail. You know they sell those things, right? Yeah, no. I, um, you don't have to go there. Probably better quality in the pajamas they'd give you in the prison. Oh, Bobo. Oh. Look at my puppy. I a baby. It's a bark bark. Right. He is awesome. Ah, Boris, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sam said, damn, Kate, no shared profile. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shots fired. Mm. No jokes on on you, Sam. She, she controls both profiles. <laughs> Takes a lot of work out of mine. And I'm jail. True. You know they sell All those right. things, right? Josh. I think you have a little section that you like to do every week, right about now. And I'm remembering, so you haven't remembered this time, right? Well, I already had it up and ready to go, though. Oh shit! You're good. Well, He's a ninja. Yeah. Oops, wrong button. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Well, thank you. And of course, this week I definitely want to men- fucking go through this section. All right. <clears throat> and let's see. Here are <laughs> the MPSP. Theater League Fantasy Rankings and uh, the results of last week. Nick finally uh, won two in a row and he took down the undefeated Crushicons from Eric B. In a narrow, narrow margin of victory, 221.3 to 218.9. Anna put a hurting down in the best case of spousal abuse I've seen in a while. And uh, <laughs> yes. pulled out a less than two point victory on Russ, 223.7 to 221.8. Vinny Cruz to stay undefeated at 5 0 and trounced Sam at 373.1 to 2.2, 212.5. 
Uh, uh, Jason fell to two and three, a game under 500 to Rob in a neck and neck battle that Rob finally squeaked out a victory, 221.8 to 209.7. Yeah, we were and watching that one. Surprising everybody. Uh, I was slated to win by over 100 points, and Walt had some players on his team that had career-defining games, like four of them, and he ended up beating me by almost 40 points. Uh, so he, he closed that 120-point deficit, I think it was, and won by 40. So congrats to you, Walt. You beat the brakes off my ass. 314.1 to 276.7. Um, I still remain first in our division at three and two with Sam right behind me. Also three and two, but having 107 points less scored. So tiebreaker would go to me in this instance. And, uh, Vinny of course is solely in possession of first in his division. Uh, this week's matchups, we're going to see... Uh, I'm facing Sam. I'm slated to win 255 to 232, even though he's got a 12-point lead on me essentially right now from last night's games. Nick's got a 48-point lead on Jason from last night's game, and Nick and Jason are sk they're slated to be really close, 226 to 220. Russ is facing Rob, and Russ is the favorite, 226 to 204, but we'll see how that shakes out because Russ really sucks. Um, <laughs> Eric, Eric is uh, slated to win two forty-seven to one eighty-five over Anna, but she does have a forty-point lead after last night's game. And Walt is slated to take a beating, but we saw how that worked out last week. He actually surprised everybody. Two hundred two point four to two seventy-five point three against Vinny. So. Vinny, though, has consistently scored over 300 points every week, so we'll see if we'll yeah. manage that again. That skinny little bastard is scary. But, yeah, that's the uh, fantasy update for this week. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm going to have to beat a child, well, a man-child. He's child-sized. But, you know, I might feel bad about it, but probably not. <laughs> and yeah. that was your fantasy recap for this that past was week. The fantasy recap for this week, yes. Oh, speaking of children, child-sized men, look who decided what's to up? join us. Yeah. How up, guys? What's up? What's up, Hello. Kate? How, are you How doing? are you? Glad to see you on here. I'm so, I, I'm apologizing for all these clowns in advance. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, yeah. Hey, you know, I've been watching the show for a minute, and I noticed that Nick made sure to um that Josh that you did the fantasy recap, yeah, because he won this week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually he's like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, Josh, I forgot. Go ahead and do it real quick. No, I, already, I already had it ready to go, even though I did take a loss. You know, I own it. I talk mad shit, but when I lose, I lose. Hey, hopefully some of these guys on the show can go after your example. You know, mm. that's what leaders do. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I never said that. No, I'm gonna. I, I'm I didn't gonna say reach, that shit. I'm gonna reach right down that <laughs> hobbit hole and grab you by that fucking beard, kid. <laughs> oh man! Last year's fantasy thing, and Nick didn't mention Boo about it to me this year. <laughs> oh, was he talking about it a lot last year? See, this is the kind of the insight, man. I love it. 
I love it. No, oh, actually, you remember the wives joined in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did really, really, really well. Yes, you did. This year, you actually are the one that yeah. eliminated me, I think. Yep, mm-hmm. and this year he didn't say a thing about it to me until you guys had already set it all up. <laughs> I honestly that's, that's did not funny, think man. you'd be interested again, honey. I am sorry. That is my responsibility. You have a, you have a spot next year. Listen to these excuses, okay. man. <laughs> well, we we How decided you, motherfuckers. To, we decided to open it up to uh, friends of the show. Uh, the the there were some regulars in the group that. Always talk shit last year, saying they'd whip our asses around. Uh, so we wanted to put their mouths with their well, their money with their mouths. There, there's no money involved, so their mouths where their mouths are, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to pay up at TFCon. Yeah. Yep. I'm That's all right. A few asses. a few motherfuckers owe me drinks at TFCon. <clears throat> oh, we'll make sure to get you hammered before you get hammered. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> y'all can y'all can buy me my breakfast, and then we can buy you eggs and bacon to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna have to babysit his ass the whole weekend. I don't need a babysitter. I get no, along. He, he floats really well, so we can <laughs> just push him around the show. He is like a sneaky toddler. You know how those mm-hmm. those are hard to keep turn, track hey, of. You, you, you turn, turn around. Back, man. He's going. Well, you know what it is? It's when whenever they're quiet for a minute, and you're like, we're going to be sitting there, like, you know, Nick hasn't chimed in, or Nick hasn't piped up in a second. What's he doing? No, see, we have the we have an advantage this year. We have a tracking hobbit. We just yeah, put him in a mixed bag pocket. I don't need a babysitter. <laughs> hey, I get no, he's, 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 he's playing really well, so we can just push him around the show. All right, Sam, I'll show you how to do TFCom right. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Sam, don't listen to him. Last time you I bet. listened to him about doing something like that, I don't remember the next like twelve hours. <laughs> so, guys, we need to get the picture of the TFCon for the group shot done Friday afternoon. Probably <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. if, if not Thursday night. <laughs> I, I won't be there till like nine o'clock Thursday night, and I'm going to be uh, toast when I get there. Fourteen right. hours, oh baby. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, so I told I told everybody, you know, to, if they had any questions for Kate to ask them, but nobody hit nobody hit up the family group or so far nobody in the chat. So if you think of anything, you know, that you would like to ask Kate, fucking, go and ahead I will be and brutal. I got I got some. All right, whenever we get there, go ahead, Sam. Oh, are we doing that now? Not. We'll do it throughout the whole show. Go ahead. All right. Well, I just want to know, just like um. I, I mean, are you are you into any nerdy stuff, Kate? Yes. I am. Um, <laughs> my nerdy stuff is a little different. Uh, I'm into Firefly, the oh, Joss Whedon show. Good show. Um, yeah, that's, that's that show Nick's always talking shit about. <laughs> I love that show. Um, Supernatural. Uh, that's a good one. Oh, <clears throat> uh, and I'm like still trying to get over the fact it's ending. Um, yeah, you know, some Star Trek stuff. That was more when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, Next generation, DX9. Next gen. I like Kate has a really cool story about uh, actually next gen. What is it? Actually, what is it? Um, way back when, when I because I was really into next gen when I was like in my teens, and I went there was a uh, Star, uh, Star Trek convention in Philadelphia, 
and that's where I lived. I grew up right outside of Philly. And so went to the con and actually snuck in because they weren't oh. letting anybody else in. That's cool, man. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, but I actually snuck in because there was like this unguarded little passageway. So get 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 in there and um, Patrick Stewart was doing a and a And I'm standing there and I'm this awkward as hell 14, 15 year old nerd. I'm 29. Standing against the wall. You know, wearing you know, badly permed hair, you know, just, <laughs> I love the hot ass. And I raised my hand because I had a question. And I asked Patrick Stewart what was his favorite episode of Next Gen as an actor to perform. And he went on looking right at me and talked for like the next 10 minutes about the episode oh, that. Cool, man. And he like, he looked at the, the room, you know, you know, kind of like did the scan and like addressed mm-hmm. the whole room coming back to me and made eye contact with me and answered my question and talked to me for like 10 minutes. It was so like clear that, um, you were in the same room as Patrick Stewart. You immediately win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, shoot. I mean, that, that makes me, cause I was going to ask one question, but now I'm wondering like, how did, how did you get into all that stuff? Like, was it like a family member or something that influenced you or did you just kind of discover that all on your own? Um, some of it was family. Like my dad was into original Star Trek. And so when okay. Next Gen came out, it, it was something that we would kind of watch together a little bit. Um, but I was always a big reader, and I was always into, like, TV and movies and books as, like, escape. And so I just gravitated towards things that I could, you know, kind of escape from reality with for a while. Heard that. Man, that's funny you say that, because my dad, um, he, like, I would watch Star Trek with him when, I mean, I was, I was little when it was coming out, and I remember, like, if it was something scary, I would, he had this recliner in his room, and I would always like, get up and stand behind it. Because, like, I would get scared or whatever. Because, I mean, I was probably, like, three three or four, you know, oh. when it was coming on. But, um, so I guess that, um, so so Nick being into this stuff, like, you know, and he's your husband, it's, it's, it's not as much foreign to you then. Yeah, I mean, it's just a different just hobby. Just different you properties, know. yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I'll be honest, it's, like, it's not my thing, but I follow it enough that I understand, you know, what's going on and all that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I like... You know, I collect, like, stuff that's Firefly or Supernatural-related, so him collecting Transformers makes perfect sense to me because that speaks to him. Right in line with it. So when you guys met each other, you know, like way way back when now. Way back when, when, yeah. When did, did, uh, you know, Nick and I guess for you too, like, like learn that about each other, that you were into all this, quote-unquote, like geeky, kind of really niche stuff? Like, did it happen early on, or did it? I think it was just kind of gradual, you know, like, just, I don't know that there was ever, like, an aha moment of, oh, my God, you do this, you collect what? You know, it was just kind of, like, this gradual, we've always been, like, very brutally upfront with each other. Yeah, Um, Yeah. that's good. So, like, you know, like, we're, like, real big on communication, so, you know, if if there was something, like, he and I, like, liked or whatever, it, it was very natural to say, hey, I really enjoy that. And it didn't matter if it was geeky or nerdy or whatever, you know. Yeah, like, he liked cool. wrestling. Like, he likes pro wrestling, so uh, I got him tickets to go see a house show. Nice. And we oh, yeah, went man. to a house show together. Yeah, that's yeah, how Tiff and I are, too. It's just, we've always been <clears throat> completely open and honest about everything, and it seems to work, because 20 years later, 
Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. are pretty close to that too, aren't you? Yeah, we've been together two since more years. 01. Yeah, wow. Tiffany and I were 99, so. <clears throat> Man, that, that's cool because I always wonder about that, Kate, you know, because it's like, like my wife, she is like on the other end of the spectrum as far as that goes, you know what I mean? So it, it, it I, but I think early on when we started dating, I was like, I'm into, all, I'm into all this stuff, you know, and she was cool about it. And I think if, you know, if you like the person, you, you'll make it work. But, but, but I, I like the, what, what you said though about you, how you and Nick are. That's something I've always said about Nick is like, um, this dude will never cut corner or like, um, what am I trying to say? He'll never sugarcoat anything. But it's like you never have to worry about him being like dishonest or anything, or like bullshitting you, you know, because he'll just yeah. tell you so he thinks, which is a, which is a good thing, especially in a long term relationship. You need that, you know. Exactly. You need that. Yeah. But, but that's cool that you you kind of had that under that that understanding of all this all this stuff, you know, because some people don't, man, and they're not willing to try. I was like, my wife's kind of nerdy, but she's nerdy into, like, video games and shit like that. And mm -hmm. she's a big book. She's a huge fantasy book fanatic. So all this stuff, like the Transformers and the uh, Marvel stuff in the comics that I'm into, that's all. it was kind of a new bag to her. And when we got together, I wasn't really doing any of it. So it, I, I regained that, that love while reconnecting with my oldest kid. And she's kind of around with it now. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I knew Nick was there from the get-go because our first meeting, our first uh, date, he was, he wearing, was wearing a costume. He was wearing this god-awful uh, button-up, like silkscreen shirt or whatever, <laughs> and it was anime. Nice. <laughs> wait, wait, it was the ugliest shirt I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was hot. It was yo. It was a button-up blue rayon fucking Goku. Fuck. Uh, when he had the tail, fucking shirt. Super nice. Goku or, or Goku is a is a the big giant monkey. No, the Super Saiyan Goku. Oh, dude, hey, that's badass, man. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, no, I that thing was ugly. Like, I would have seen you across the room, and been like, "That's a strong dude." Part of me kind of went. What the hell is he wearing? Other part went, you know, he was really nice on the phone and really nice to chat to. So, you know, a bad shirt choice isn't enough for me to say no to the date. So, I'll go and meet him anyway. Sure. I mean, let me let me get up on there, all in your business then. How did you how did you guys meet? <laughs> Online. So back, when time, Yahoo, back, back when Yahoo happened. Personals was free. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Those oh. These are dial-up days. Uh, I just moved. I graduated college. I went from growing up in, in Pennsylvania. I went to college in Buffalo, New York, and I wanted to go to vet school. And so I moved myself down to Virginia, Southwest Virginia, because I really wanted to go to Virginia Tech. And <laughs> yeah, that's not the Southwest part. Come on. Well, that's what uh, they technically call. Yeah, Come on. They're wrong, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what most people understand when I say Southwest Virginia. They know kind of what I'm talking about. And so I moved to, you know, Blacksburg, Virginia, and don't know a soul. And I was working a job, and I worked evenings and nights. And so, like, I didn't know anybody. I didn't, like, meet anybody anywhere. And so I went, I talked to a lot of people online. And I got basically real bored because I'm a college graduate surrounded by undergrads. And mm -hmm. I was lonely. And I'm just like, okay, I want to talk to people. So I put up a, 
Yahoo personal ad just to try to meet people. Like this is legit what it was for is like for meeting people, not so much like this Tinder and Bumble crap they have now. And I met a bunch of assholes. <laughs> like Nick really included. just mm-hmm. No, it's like what? <laughs> but um, I was actually about to delete the whole mess and I get this email from this guy named Nick and He's like, Hey baby, you into Dragon Ball GT <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, first you ever seen a Super Saiyan before? <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you didn't invite me for a threesome with a dog like one guy did. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god, dude. The internet is terrifying. No, man. Yeah, exactly. But we met and we just we clicked. And that was that. Oh, yeah. Tell me, I, I always want to know Nick's backstory, you know? It's like we get little tid- we get little tidbits here and there, and I'm starting to piece it all together. <laughs> but here's your chance. Ask away. He was yeah. paratrooping out of a helicopter, <laughs> naked with a bowl of jello. Oh man! <sighs> and that was a cameo by our little one. Sorry. He's gonna get a beating when I get off here. Everybody says hi, Cal. Go. <laughs> I will. Now go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like it's either him or one of uh, Sam's kids or one of mine dive bombing the show yeah, every real. week. Nah, Cal's pretty, pretty good. He's a good kid. Um, he is. Kate, bot in disguise is in our chat it says, Kate, as a wife of a collector, what's your thought on this collector world your hubby is involved with? I think it's is- awesome. You know, I actually think it's great because, you know, it's a common interest. And, like, to be honest, like, you know, we have the Internet. and But everyone otherwise is so scattered. I mean, when's, you know, it's not the days when you, like, popped over to somebody's house or just, like, met up randomly here and there or whatever. You know, everyone's really scattered. Like, I have all these friends that are all over the country. And, like, so I think the collector communities are cool because it brings people together that have a common interest build social networks. I'm in a chat group now with the ladies of the realm. Hell and yeah. I've not yet met anybody, anybody in person, but I've got like this <clears throat> awesome friends now. You guys and have been blowing that, that chat up too in the past week. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> but awesome. like, it's been great. It's been great for Nick because like, you know, we were in Virginia, then we went, moved to Pennsylvania for work, and then we came down here and, you know, it's awesome socially to have these people that you have similar interest in that you can connect with. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's one of the things that we've really enjoyed about the realm. I and mean, we've got friends from all over the world. We got people from England, from Germany, from everywhere. And it's these are people we would have never met otherwise. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And here we are. We're talking to all of them on a regular basis. Though. And shit, look at this tonight. I'm in Wisconsin. Sam's in, uh, over in Illinois. We got the uh, you guys down in Florida and Josh is in hillbilly country. (laughs) I'm in the taint of Virginia. I mean, we're damn near. We're we're like scattered all over the country and talking like we've known each other for years. It's it's awesome. Well, we have like I mean exactly. (laughs) But I mean, is this is like. this isn't a whole lot different than sitting on the couch bullshitting. I mean, we're just sitting yeah. on our own couches bullshitting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a great way for people just to get to know each other and be social and create 
social networks, which people need. I mean, it's good for mm-hmm. mental health and, and, you know, it's, it's good to have a, a family, a network like that. Yeah, and I, I grew up in the military, and there's such a diverse culture depending on where you are, not only in the world, but in the country itself. So you get all these different cultures and, and people that you wouldn't experience if you were just locked into your own local region. It's all, it's it's so cool to do that and see the different outlooks and the different personalities. Yeah, Rob, that, that's a good point because all of us, it's like we, we do have something that, that brings us all together. But then in that, we all have different backgrounds and, and, and different beliefs and things, but we can find a way to coexist, you know, and, and get along to it. That's yeah. cool stuff. Different professional backgrounds, all of it. I mean, how often would mm-hmm. you see a truck driver associating with a midget? <laughs> well, <laughs> I've seen some things, man. I've seen some things. <laughs> oh. At least so have I. Man, they boss tell you about your height all every show, yeah, don't I they? Mean, they're, they're terrible, terrible to me. <laughs> it's only out of love, man. Of course, I'm probably gonna like. I'm probably gonna like use you as an arm rest at at some point. Probably, man. (laughs) Probably. I don't know if I ever told you I'm six one. What? (laughs) Oh shit! Oh shit! Here we go. Sam, Sam, put it down, Sam. Put it down. (laughs) Sam needs to know because he's going to be at TFCon. You're going to be at TFCon. Sam is infatuated with She-Hulk. And we told him we're going to try to find somebody to cosplay as She-Hulk and just carry him around with a baby for an hour on the con floor. Based on I am not painting there. myself green. Uh, well, there is a gray variant. How much yeah. tequila would it take? <laughs> More than you could afford. Don't be so sure. <laughs> hey, Rob, Rob, it looks like we got to go to Plan B. It's going to be you, man. Uh, all right, fine. I guess enough alcohol, and instead of rickshaw, I'll be She Hulk. There you go. Anybody got some fake titties I can borrow? <laughs> oh, wait, no, nope, we're good. <laughs> wow, dude, you're wild. Yes, Walter, my wife is actually six foot one. <clears throat> okay. No way, she's hey, how, how, tall, how tall is Walter? Walter's about like six, six four, eight. six five. Yeah, Walter's well, pretty tall. Six six fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Too tall to fit in an eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, like Green- my cousin. I got a cousin who's six eight. <laughs> oh, oh, you should have been at Chicago last year trying to watch him get out of my car. <laughs> that was comical. I was there for that. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to put the top down. <laughs> <laughs> We were taking, he was in that we were car taking bets it, thinking you were going to have to put the top down. Fuck. I, he had the seat all the way back and reclined, and his knees are still, like, over the dash level. Damn. <laughs> oh, big dude. Ooh, this, is, this is interesting. I love you, Walt. Walt is 6R. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Everybody, there's your math problem for the oh so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you multiply six and divide it by yeah, the, the, it. the circumference of Walt and multiply it by the uh, tiny ass car. Wait, is he six four six or is four. he sixty four years old? Both. I don't know. It either could be accurate. 
I think he's six R and sixty four. <laughs> we, love, we love you, Walt. I think there's a pie in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there's been a pie in there. <laughs> Nothing Walter, Walter, killed the Walter. grimace. Walter, Walter, Walter. Uh, all right, you guys want to get on to some news? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. I, I like peppering these questions in. All right. First one is Ninja in his. Well, actually, his wife did an interview um, talking about why he left Twitch. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but we'll share. It gave a huge boost to Twitter's <clears throat> credibility. Yeah. As a as a platform, now you're starting to slowly see a trickle of some of the mid tier. Then and that's where it's really going to shake up when the mid tier creators start jumping ship and going to Mixer. And, and and moving away from Twitch, you're going to see Mixer take a steady growth, and you're going to see a lot more new faces who have been trying to break out in Twitch, which is oversaturated, now seeing Mixer as a viable platform to grow with. Now, is Mixer only video games? Because like so, some of the oh, things no. I like to watch. Oh, okay, because I was going to say like some of the things that I like to watch on Twitch are uh, Geek and Sundry and uh, La Vi- La by Night. It's a uh, it's run by White Wolf. They do a they do a uh, fucking uh, chronicle online and just stream as, it. I think just as an example. Yeah, just as an example. Yeah, I did a a Gundam live build live stream on <clears throat> a few weeks ago with the Fox Valley Gunpla Club. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it it that's kind of falls in the IRL stuff. They've got a lot of IRL stuff. I was sitting there watching channel they have this thing called channel one where they every 15 to 20 minutes they rotate to another channel and it's like uh it's a featured channel on the main page for that 15 or 20 minutes and they divert all the channel one traffic to it and it's kind of the highlight hey here's this creator you might not have seen him before check him out and i was it, i it had gone through a madden player and Somebody was doing StarCraft, somebody was doing Overwatch, and then it was somebody who was doing an IRL stream where he was applying makeup and <clears throat> airbrushed makeup and all this shit. Oh, cool. And the one after that was some IRL chick streamer. That that one I didn't really. Booby streamer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sniper was. I and then after that, it went back into a game. And then another one that popped up. I, I watched it from. Like, I had it on the background for about half a day while I was doing some cleaning. And it had cycled through people doing live podcasts, mm-hmm. people who were doing like okay. live commentary on game streams, like competitive game streams and shit, all kinds of stuff. So that may be an option with the YouTube fucking up still. Yeah. Not only techni- not only technically, but you know, with how they're trying to come down on, you know, <clears throat> toy content and shit like that. That's gonna hurt mm-hmm. a lot because you have a lot of creators out there making content for adult collectibles, but yeah. because of what they are, they're viewed as toys. Yeah. Not very many people are buying their kid a you know, eight hundred dollar uh, Hulkbuster hot toys or a seven hundred dollar devastator. But they're Man, still what about things. these guys that do those fasten dolls? Yeah, that's another one. Those are technically toys. 
Yeah, and you know they're twelve inch, but yet all anatomically dude, hey, correct. They got they got six inch ones now, Josh. I saw this dude put one on Wolverine, but it was like um. Oh yeah, it, I've seen that. You, you see that with the with the naked body, but the only thing that threw me off was there was no hair on the body. So it was like, <laughs> it was just like a slick ball. Sam, Sam was out. If it's not, if, if that body don't have hair, he's out. Yeah, I threw my computer out the window. <laughs> hey, Lowry, random. Sam's got a question for you. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, get this. All right. Uh, all right. I have no idea what this is. I put it in here because Rob and Josh, I think, were interested. The AGDQ thing. Awesome Games Done Quick has announced yep. their game list for next year for 2020. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, Awesome Games Done Quick is a, a speedrunning community for video games. And they also tend to link up and do a lot of charity work for... they, they Extra do their big, life. Yeah, Extra Life. Mm-hmm. They do the big charity runs and whatnot. And they announced some new games for next year that they're going to start doing speedruns with. Some of them are kind of interesting because I'm not sure exactly how you do speed runs on stuff. Like one of them, Subnautica, which is I don't know if any of you guys have ever played No Man's Sky or yeah, like Subnautica is like an ocean-based No Man's Sky. Yeah, I don't know how you do a speed run on that because there's really not much of an end game. It's just kind of a perpetual environment. Mm. Um, there is now. And Destiny 2's Last Wish Raid, I think that one's specific to the raid itself. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, is if, like, in that Subnautica shit, if it was going to be, like, an endgame raid or something. There's really no endgame raid, though. It's pretty much an individual experience. That's what I'm trying to... I I can't figure out how they're going to do that. Mm. Now, one of the interesting ones is they're doing Sekiro, which is, if you've ever played Dark Souls... It's that type of a game and that difficult of a game with ninjas. Yeah, that sounds cool. Shake Hero Shadows Die Twice. That okay. one will be a fun one to watch speed run because that game is brutal as shit. It is hard. That last one you mentioned I've heard of. Yeah, it's a it, it's a pretty big game. And I know the speedrunners have been hammering that game trying to figure out all the best ways to get through it and hmm looking for glitches and shit, and that's that time keeps coming down faster and faster. And then you'll have your normal... Your, your, every year, you get your Mega Mans, your Marios, Zeldas. Um, I know some of them guys have done Fallouts and fan, uh, Final Fantasy games. I don't, I, I don't think they're doing 15 this year, though. Did they do 15 last year, Josh? I don't remember. I don't I, I've I've always been a big fan of the retro speed runs, so like Super Nintendo and older for the most part. But that's the ones I usually watch are the Mega Man's, Metroids, things like that, and the old Zeldas. Right, cool. Yeah, their full list is available. Um, Destructoid's got the article up; they link to the full. Otherwise, the uh, it's gamesdonequick.com. Nice. Check it out and watch the charity stream. Extra Life is a badass charity. It it's one hell of a, a show to watch too. Sweet. All right. Next story. Sony is not allowing screenshots or video on Facebook anymore. 
from basically from like PlayStation Share, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they took anything. Away. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> uh, it's basically their Facebook integration. <clears throat> Everything about it's going away. Anything like used to, if you did something in a game, you could hit share, and it would share it to your Twitter, Facebook, I think Instagram. But yeah. they've just essentially taken away the Facebook integration because of mm. concerns over basically privacy concerns. And I can yeah. understand Sony's con- uh, positioning on it because they've had data breaches before and they don't want to increase the risk of data breaches. That's as- essentially what it boils down to. Right. But like if your PlayStation profile picture uses your Facebook profile picture, after <coughs> the next couple of days, that's going to cease to be. So you'd have to change your avatar if you want to. <clears throat> um, Wait, so. You know. Go ahead, how, are, how are they getting. Um, so, like, you if you just screenshot, like, what you're playing, right? Yeah, there's a share button. There's a share button on the PS4 controller. Right in the okay, middle. Yeah. That's on the left-hand side of the uh, controller there above the left stick. But you could hit share, and you could actually choose to go live and share your gameplay on Facebook. Or you could share a screenshot on Facebook. Um, you know, Is, if you've does got it like, a trophy, you could share that news. Does it, like, display your, um, like your profile name or whatever? Yeah, yeah, it would show up on your is that, Facebook. Is that, is, that how the, is that how the data breaches were happening then? I'm not sure exactly how on the technical end of the data breaches, how they were occurring. But the one, the two major ones that they've had, it wasn't due to Facebook integration. I think this is just a precautionary measure. They're playing it safe because of the... Uh, sharing uh, or the the information sharing and the concerns of Facebook's privacy that's come to light in the past year, year and a half. Yeah, so but fun, I fun, mean, fun. It's it's not a major thing to me because really yeah. all it's gonna affect is my avatar and ooh, I can change that. Yeah. Um but yeah. A lot of these video game websites, these uh, these writers that write their articles when they're reviewing games, <coughs> they just throw the screen grab. They, up. They'll do a screen grab. They'll you know pause it and take a quick screenshot and share it to their profile, so they have it backed up to Facebook and they can just pull the photos from there, mm-hmm. rather than having to. Now they'll have to do a lot more extensive work to get shots of gameplay. And footage of gameplay without a cat if they don't have a capture card. So I can see how like I know there's uh, people who have jumped over out their PS4 to stream live gameplay to Facebook, and they were doing it through that PS4 Mm -hmm. share. Now these streamers that are doing that, they're going to have to go do capture cards. Now that cannot make them happy. No, No, because a capture card, a good one minimum is going to run you about 150 bucks or more. Yeah, um, and you still have to have it linked to the PC and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you may have Mick, to move your, your system but, set up and everything. But yeah. yeah, I know people personally that have abandoned Twitch because they weren't seeing growth to go to Facebook gaming to try to experience growth there just yeah. by streaming through the PS4. 
Yep. And now, I mean, that kind of puts PS4 and or, uh, or Sony in a really bad spot because Microsoft's Xbox, Microsoft owns Mixer. They have native Mixer streaming still. Yeah. It's literally hit a button and you're live. I think you can still do Twitch off the Xbox, too. Yeah, you can still do Twitch off yeah. the PS4 as well. But Can you? You know, it's it's not so much about... I don't think it's going to be that much of a detriment to them for doing this. Especially, you know, if the main area of concern is to attempt to kind of help reinforce the what little protection is there of user data. Yeah. Now, um, when reading the article, one thing I did notice mentioned, and I don't know if maybe I read this wrong, but it sounds like it wasn't just about data breaches, but they were concerned with what Facebook was doing with their, their users' personal data. That they weren't too. happy with Facebook's uh, mm. data collection. Yeah, that too. That makes it's, sense because, I mean, Facebook is the devil. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is. For all the good that it has done, it's also just a cesspool. You don't get anything for free. Nope. Ain't that right, Dakota? Yeah. No. <laughs> but, all right, guys. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, yeah, that's that's essentially it. I don't see it as a detriment for me personally, but, you know, people who rely on it, I understand how it is detrimental to them. So hopefully they can find a good workaround and everything works out. But I don't think it's a, a major hindrance in, that, in any other regard. But yeah, that's, Same here. that's I mean, all I got. I, I never really used it, so I haven't either. I, I just know that it auto posts trophies sometimes. If you have that setting set yeah. up, I mean, I don't need, I don't need my fucking PS4 shit all over Facebook, so I'm not worried about it. Let's be real. Facebook is involved with enough of our lives as it is. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, I think it sucks for PS4 because. It's just an extra thing to get their get their stuff out, you know? Right. Have people push it on social media. It's free advertising yeah. for them. <clears throat> oh, realistically, Sony ain't hurting. No. Right, right, but it's just... Yeah, yeah. And I, think, I mean, they're going to be okay. It's not like this is going to break them. <laughs> the uh, um. <laughs> yeah, all right. Next story. Kevin Con- Conroy will not be voicing Batman in the new game. Lame. That's a that's a miss for them, dude. I wonder, yeah. I wonder, I wonder why. Like, I know it sounds stupid, but it's like, like what what yeah. you got going on? <laughs> it's being given to. It's not the same studio doing the next Batman game that did the Arkham games either. It's uh, UB Montreal, isn't it? Or WB Montreal? It's WB Montreal. Yeah. Um. I mean, for a lot of people, if you're gonna look at you know Batman and a non-live action version. Kevin Conroy is your Batman. Dude, Nick, I, I think yeah. to me, that voice competes with the live. So like, and it's like, it, like this to me is like my justification for that. When I read a Batman comic, I read it in that voice. Like in my head, it's Kevin Conroy's voice that says Batman's uh, speech bubbles. Same here. You know, like to this day, in, in, in it, like, in, like, no, it's not like Chris, I hear Christian Bale or, Michael Keaton was early on for me, but it's 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 Kevin Conroy, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, he started with the animated series, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 
Because yeah. I know he's oh, that's the guy. animated series okay. and up. And yeah. Then, yeah. He was the first one to do the separate voices for um, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne and Batman. Yeah. Yeah. And see, he's been doing that character for 30 years now. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, voice acting, and especially changing your voice, uh, if you do a lot of gravelly speaking or yelling, that's that's putting a strain on it. So he's yeah. probably just tired. That I don't I don't know if it's I that. I haven't or... noticed a difference though. Like with, with, with kind of what you're saying, Josh. Like I haven't noticed like a like even like in the Arkham games. Like did it's like that it's changed at all. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. I feel like an example is like. Hearing oh, I'm not. I'm not talking about his voice changing pitch or okay, okay, anything okay. like that. I'm just talking about how when he is actually doing it, how he feels afterwards. Because you know, yeah, voice yeah, actors I mean, it's, it's, usually it's a, it's a, don't work more than four hour sessions because it is so mm-hmm. rough on their voice. Maybe he's just tired of doing that and wants to do other things. I mean, it's definitely a performance, he's, you know. He's he's also playing. A version of Batman and that Crisis crossover we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, dude, I think yeah. he's. Yeah, that's, that's going to be insane, dude. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that live action or is that live action? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's playing like the old Batman. Like, oh damn! I thought yeah. it was a animated thing. Nah, man, it's live action. That's how they're. Is he Go ahead, sorry. Be, is he going to be the Kingdom Come version of Batman, like Brendan Routh's Kingdom Come Superman? Cool. I I don't know. I had like all them robots or whatever. Yeah. You're late. She answered that like right early in the show. Yeah. (laughs) Promise Sabbath just got in here. He says, I do have a serious question for Lady Brammer. Does she collect anything? Does she collect anything? And does that stem from seeing Nick enjoying his hobby and how fun the social aspects are? She collects bumps on his head. (laughs) No, I collect uh, Firefly stuff. The, uh, you know, the Joss Whedon series. Uh, Firefly slash Serenity, um, and I collect Supernatural stuff from that TV, from the TV show. Um, I've collected stuff forever. Like I collect wooden carved wooden boxes. Uh, I collect books like it's going out of style. I'm a major reader, um, so I think it's just we're both collector personalities. We just have different tastes. But I've had co- I've got collections thing? of stuff like, uh huh. Dude, I, I'm gonna introduce you to my wife. Because y'all would get along phenomenally. Awesome. Can't <laughs> wait to meet her. Now, I, I'm a major reader. I have Kindle app on my phone. I'm on my second Kindle. Um, when we moved from Pennsylvania to Florida, we had a, a major yard sale. And I had, I think, four bookshelves full of books I was selling because I didn't want to move them. Um, wow. I, I've always been a reader. Like, always been a re- like. Yeah, I mean, hun, how many books did I have in that little ass apartment we that I had in yeah. Virginia? <laughs> a lot. Um, I yeah. know I how many books I had to move when we got the house. Oh, man. Moving books is such a pain in the I ass. Know, dude. There's no I am such it. a huge fan of tablets and e-readers now. It's not even funny. Dude, I can't, I can't yeah, read on, on a screen, man. I got I to hold it. Uh, I can't uh, do it. I, I, I still buy some books. Like I actually have a stack of four books next to me with my Kindle Paperwhite. Um, so it just depends. Like I have like a stack of. I'm always reading more than one book. 
So I've got like one on my Kindle, I got one on my Paperwhite, like my Kindle app on my phone, one on my Paperwhite, and then I've got like three paper, like hard books, you know, uh, to read, you know, that I'm in the process of. Um, here's, I've always been a reader. Here's a question. I try to for you then. them. I, yeah. I, with your books. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like me, I've all like as soon as the tablets became viable, I I don't ever want to touch anything paper again. But my <laughs> wife, my wife came. She was a librarian at one point, and so was I. She, uh, no shit. Yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ! Did you marry well, my wife's clone? Man, you're a, you're a, you were a librarian, and Nick still doesn't know how to read. That's Fuck. right. <laughs> my fir- my first job ever. My first, like, real job, like, actual paycheck job, not under-the-table cash job, was as a, <laughs> was at a Barnes & Noble in high school. Tiffs was at and, the library. He is a librarian. And when I was in vet school, I worked as a student librarian at the vet school library. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, the question, is the book, like, the actual physical book obsession... Does it come from the smell of the pages? That plays Tiff into always, it. Like there is, hmm? yeah, Tiff always talks about the. That's that's why she still wants to read the physical books. It's the the textile, the the, the feel, and then that smell of the the book itself. <clears throat> there is something awesome about the smell of a book that you know you it does allow you sometimes to sink in a little bit more and just. Mm-hmm. It's like soothing. Yeah, it's very soothing. It's like the same um, as light, like lighting a candle, you know? Exactly, exactly. And some books, you know, like if I see a book and I know, you know, I don't know necessarily that I could maybe find it on a Kindle. Like today I bought a book, like it's an esoteric nonfiction. Can I find that on Kindle? Probably not. So like I buy books in like, I buy more nonfiction now in, in actual physical books because you know something I might want to reference back or mm-hmm. book um, or highlight, you know, like right now I'm reading Adam Savage's memoir. Oh, and oh, that's cool. It's a really good book. It is an excellent book. Oh, me too. And it's an excellent book. And I actually bought it in hardcover because when I page through it, there's pictures and there's things like I've highlighted and you know, underscored and things like that that I want to reference back. That's yeah, harder to do with. A- I, I do that too when I, whenever I do read nonfiction. Like I will, I will make notes in the book. Yeah, so nonfiction, like yeah, I want helps me understand. Like, the but like a good, like a fiction story that I just want to get lost in for a little while and be done with. You know, an e-reader is perfect for that. So I, I'm, but I'm very practical by nature. So you know, a house full of hard stuff. Physical books is just overwhelming anymore. Dakota had another question. He says, "Are you into prop replicas or DVDs, media, etc.?" Um, prop replicas, yeah, like anything uh, from my particular interests, absolutely. Um, and I do have some DVDs, but at this point, since you can really get everything streaming, I'm not really into. I don't really collect those anymore because you can just find everything in some streaming form or another. Cody. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I love a good prop. Like I have, I did, um, Supernatural did a, like a Loot Crate concept. I don't think it was through Loot Crate, but it was like their own concept. I did that for a while. And you got prop replicas in it. It was the coolest thing ever. Oh, that's cool. What did, what did, what did they, um, what did it come with? I got um, the um, first blade. 
I got a replica of the first blade. Uh, I got a, a replica key to the Men of Letters bunker. Um, and I only did it for a little bit because it honestly was a little bit more, a little expensive. So it wasn't yeah. in the budget for a while. Um, so those were like the awesome ones. And then like the Firefly loot crate I did for a while too. And I ended up with like uh, a replica of um, the pocket watch that um, the doctor carried. I ended up with um, replica fire, like replica serenity. That was really cool. I got a replica of Kaylee's uh, stuffed teddy bear. You know, stuff like that. Anything that evokes a memory of what I like, I'm all into. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. We'll go ahead and muddle on to the next news story. <laughs> Overwatch boss wants Tracer in Super Smash Brothers Melee. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Weren't we I'm just going to say this. We called it. I think the world called it. True. <laughs> I mean, she's their poster child. That is what you see yeah, in most of the media. She's the essential yeah. mascot. Yeah. Yeah. But she's also a fun, enjoyable character. And, she is. Yeah. She's actually extremely diverse. Like, she's not great at any one thing, but she's easy to jump in and play if you're a new player. So. Yeah. And the personalities they put her with, she's very personable and friendly for pretty much anybody. Yeah, and she's kind of adorable. I, I don't hate the idea at all. I like Tracer, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I, I think it'll lead to other ones. Like, if, if you're, uh, like, really tied to one, that's, what, that's just what seems to happen with Super Smash Brothers. Like, you could play... Yeah. Um, I remember, like, Pikachu was on there, and now there's, like, a whole gang of Pokemon that you could be. Yep. Like, you could, you could be Zelda. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, like, like, Don't tell Cal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you could be, like, grown-up Link and, like, Toon Link, too. You can also be Zelda. You can be Sheik. You can be... This is Ganon's on there now, too, isn't he? Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. I mean that, that that's the best game. That game's so much fun. Like, I've never been into it, man. It's really? Just... Yeah, just not my thing. If I got it, that might be a good idea for Cal for Christmas, though. Dude, it's a okay. great game. It's fun to, as a family game, too. Like, every once in a while, we'll just boot up. Um, we've got, we haven't bought the one for Switch yet, but we've got the Wii, the Wii U, all the ones back to, like, the GameCube. Mm -hmm. I think I got the N64 one somewhere, too. That was but, the first one, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll occasionally just boot up one of them as a family and just have a family game. Like, <clears> dude, so if you, each other on Smash. Can you imagine if they had, like, a Super Smash Brothers on, like, the just the original, like, original Nintendo? And you could have, like, the Ninja Turtles on it and, like, the Contra <laughs> dudes on it. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Like, dude, dude that, that'd be a game. Like, if, if you could, like, because I know there's people that make, like, those, like, 16-bit games or whatever. But, like, if you could make, like, an old... Like a retro Super Smash Brothers, like that—that'd be cool, man. That would be dope. I would play the nuts off of that. And just like come up with the coolest of characters, man. I mean, just the Ninja Turtles enough would be. I'd love to see the Ninja Turtles in the current Smash. 
I know, man. I wish they could figure something out. Yeah. I mean, well, NES and Super NES, they were huge. Yeah, and I don't know, like, with with, them. I I know, like, the Ninja Turtles licensing is, is, it's, like, impossible to pin down. Like, I can't understand it. Especially with video games, man. They were fun in Injustice. Mm Mm-hmm. I haven't tried them in Injustice yet. I don't have Injustice 2 yet. That's what we'll do. We'll do, like, round robins of, uh, like, fighting games, like Soul Calibur or Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. That's what Tiff and I do, too. And it's funny because we'll go 50-50 depending on the game. Like, I can Whomper in the original Injustice, but then we move over to Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, and I'm usually toast. (laughs) My game's Soul Calibur. I'm I'm pretty good at that one. Yeah, so Nick, Nick kicks my ass at Mortal Kombat, though. I did learn real fast, though. Do not play Strip Mario Kart with my wife. I will fail. <laughs> I made that mistake that... once. Well, was it a mistake, though? Usually strip games end up fun. Yeah, when you're both ending up naked. I had all my clothes off, and she had lost a sock. <laughs> <laughs> Poor I was old and a loser. <laughs> you know that violates Twitch terms of service, sir. I hope you weren't streaming that. <laughs> um, oops. If, if Russ if Russ gets away with what he gets away with on YouTube, Rob would be fine. Man, I mean, yeah, they're Russ. just gonna swirl past and go, "Yep, guy. that was creepy." I just like giving him that jab, even though he's not here. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's painful to talk about. I'm really gonna miss the guy after he was eaten by a bear. It's uh, we we'll, mm. we we love you, Russ. We'll remember you forever. I feel bad for the bear. Well, <laughs> it's obviously gonna have an upset stomach and probably a bad case of the shits after eating Russ. But you know, yeah, that's why I feel gonna... bad for him. But you know what I do for a living? I mean, I'm 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 rooting Team Bear all the way. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I guess Robbery wins in this. Yeah. Oh no, we're talking about a real a real bear. No, or not we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still rooting for Team Bear. Oh, All right. Uh, Next one is there's a man is he in Canada suing for there are, four? there are two parents in Canada. Okay. A uh, parent of a 15-year-old and a 10-year-old, respectively, and they are suing Epic, the creator and owner of Fortnite, because they did not disclose that Fortnite is as allegedly as addictive as cocaine. <laughs> silly, man. So basically, parents, parent are going to... Are blaming their shitty parenting on a video game? These yeah. two Limited. fucks are blaming their shitty lack of parental skills and letting their kids have their fucking way think that they can get money from a corporation. Fuck them. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> that's so stupid. I mean, seriously, you just limit the screen time. You change the Wi-Fi password. You know, you do whatever you need to do. You take the controllers away. You're asking them to be a parent, though. Have yeah. you seen the parents in today's age? I, hey, we are rare. rare. Like, <laughs> it, it's the same as before. There are some great yeah, ones. There's some shitty there's, ones. There's and shitty there's parents. people that are doing their best. 
you know, mm-hmm. we just see it more exposed now because the world's in our fucking pockets. Yeah. No, I wonder, and, and I mean, yeah, like somebody shaped hair like, their arm. <laughs> depending on how this goes, it's like more than if five. They put, like if they like put a disclosure or something or a disclaimer is what I'm trying to say. Just be like, this game may be addicting. No, just like just like when you when you get a coffee cup and it says like contents may be hot, you know. You know anything is addicting if you overexpose yourself to it, you know. And yeah. the fact that the World Health Organization is trying to uh, get this whole video game addiction thing—it's a mental health issue—is ridiculous to me. Uh, classifying it as an actual mental disorder, it's. Infuriating. Yeah, yeah and it's like what everything's said, a like, mental disorder could, these days. It could. Well, I mean, it's like the more we learn, like the more we can, um, like identify those things. But I think an addiction isn't necessarily like the thing that they're addicted to is the problem. Yeah, like, right. Like with video games, you know. Exactly. And, so it's like they can't regulate them as if that they are the the impetus of the addiction. If you have a, if you have that type of personality. Or if if it's extreme like that mental illness, it, you're gonna find something, you know. Exactly. <clears throat> so whether whether it's drugs or video games or booze or whatever, yeah, people they got addicted to video games and not drugs. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I would you know, rather, like, yeah, I, like put it in perspective, like. <clears throat> you know, I used to tell people the- they'd be like, "Get your nose out of that book." You're, you know, you're. Just reading, you're not doing anything yeah, else. I'm like, dude, at least I'm not doing drugs. I'm, I'm I mean, glad you said that, Kate, because I always think about this thing I saw, and it was like a pamphlet that was that was it was like right after the printing press was made. Like, no, no, this was in. So this is in like the like the late 1600s, like American colonies, and they were talking about like how all these kids are just like sitting at home reading all day, and like it's this big problem. And that, to me, is just like it just puts things in perspective of of the how things change over time. To where, like, if if you walked in your in your you like say so you get home from work and walk in your house and your kids are sitting there reading a book, you'd be like, "Well, goddamn!" Like, you know, <laughs> like that. That's awesome that they're doing that. But um, you know, in that time, it was this new thing that the peep that the older people didn't understand and didn't want to understand. You know. And like that's something. Wait, what? You mean to tell me that today old people are the same fucking way? Dude, <laughs> Josh, Josh, it's, not, it's Get people the fuck my age, out of here. People Dude, my as, age, as, as early as today, bullshit, man. As early as, but like, Josh, me, I was. Insane, dude. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times when I was a kid, I was really big into sci-fi novels. Mm-hmm. Like I was a huge Orson Scott Card fan. I, oh, I was big into um, Playboy. And, no, I'm just talking. <laughs> Didn't you say I, that you guys had to... a bunch of them hidden underneath a bush, and you guys used to sneak in there and look at them in this bush and drink beer? This was a big bush, dude, and it was liquor, man. We didn't have beer. Her oh, name okay. was Carrie. <laughs> it was like literally, like I'm. It was as big as my kitchen. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I, I used to get yelled at like. The, my mom would come home or, or some shit and get your nose out of the book. Go outside and do something. Go roam around, you know, be social. Dude, and you know what, Josh, when my mom would tell me that, I'd be like, all right, mom, let me go outside and find this giant bush full of porn. <laughs> 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 like, all right, mom, I'm going to I'm gonna go watch it. Look oh, at I'm telling you, the bush of porn was named Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's my ex's name, by the way. I, I am getting the most bizarre look right that now. Movie. No, but dude, that, that that that's a thing, man. You know, just um, I mean, I was I was raised uh, or I grew up playing video games, man. And it's like it turned out okay. It's it, it's not the it's not the time. It's not the things that are around in that time. It, it's the it's the person, you know. And the people haven't changed since the dawn of time. So we just well, have most to of us evolved and got taller, but you, you've kind of kept back. I have not, man. You know, hey, hey, God made me perfect early, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, might, I think... It, always, wait, what's up? Sorry, I was making a joke. You are saying God made you perfect, he stopped early. He could have kept going a little while, at least. Come on. Damn, dude. Kate's killing me, man. Hey, Kate, <laughs> I gotta ask you a question real quick. Yeah. You ever walk Sorry. in and Nick is doing this show, hear something he is saying, and give him that what the actual fuck look? Yeah, like out of done context. it all hangouts. Yes. Right. Okay, so I'm not the only one. We're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also occasionally open the door just to try to distract him, and that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, she does that too. <laughs> <laughs> or sends the squeak. The squeak, yeah. No, she just walked in and she caught the the porn bush comment and was like, "The hell!" Yeah, I, I I've occasionally like tuned into the show like or walked past and like cracked the door and heard something. I'm like, "What?" And I just shut the door. <laughs> or I make a, <laughs> I just walk away. Oh yeah, then which is fun. I like trying to distract them. That's the the best part. <laughs> Must oh, be yeah. a wife thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, seriously, twins. And I see the cool thing about doing the show with Kate is I can see my Loki cat right behind her. <laughs> Here, I'll get you a better view. Hello, oh. Loki. Look at the pretty kitty. Yeah, she's sixteen, man. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Damn. I didn't know cats lived that long. <laughs> Hell, the last one that. Uh, all of ours have gone into their teens. Wow. Yeah, bro. All right. Blizzard bans a Hearthstone pro over their pro Hong Kong protest. Assholes. Yeah. Yeah, this is some bullshit. Oh, hold on one second. E Prime asks, how many lies have you heard him tell us, Kate? <clears throat> Kate? I think she's frozen. Frozen. Okay. Uh All right. Uh, I can't do anything about it because I'm sitting here. Yeah, she dropped. We'll we'll get. We'll. I'll watch for her to come back. Yeah. Back in. Look, Um, Nick kicked off the stream and then went like this, and clicked his deadbolt in that room. (laughs) 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 Ah shit! Come and rile me up now, woman. Yeah. Wait. So what's up? What's up with this Blizzard stuff? I guess we can. Get through that real quick. Basically, there was a a big Hearthstone player from Hong Kong, and he's part of the free Hong Kong protests rallies. Mm -hmm. And Blizzard just kicked him out and banned him. Banned him off the game, banned him off everything. Damn, dude, that's crazy. So what what does Blizzard have in in all this? Are they just like... Well, they own Hearthstone. And Blizzard, one of Blizzard's parent companies, 
is a company called Tencent. They're a giant media corporation in China. Okay, that, that's, a, that's the They're a 40% owner of Blizzard. So a lot of the controversy has been stemming from uh, these protests in Hong Kong have been ongoing since June. Right. Uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, you know, it's, it, it stemmed from an extradition bill. Mm-hmm. But now anybody that speaks out in support of Hong Kong, China's been shutting them down. So yeah. like with the South Park episode last week or the week before, uh, they basically told, you know, they made a video mocking China. And China, the government, had the department that handles their internet scrub mm-hmm. any reference of South Park from their yeah uh, everything from yeah. their servers yeah there there's something in the NBA these dudes are yep. holding up they like some free Hong Kong signs and they get they got kicked out the game right yeah well, they're, yeah they're, that's happened and the general manager of the Houston Rockets spoke out in a tweet in support of Hong Kong and the NBA was like, well, you know, they've got a lot of business overseas in China. They are playing a game in China this week. Yeah, Yeah, the Lakers and the – I can't remember who else. Rockets. Rockets. Lakers and the Rockets. Yeah, Yeah. they were playing in China last night. And, you know, they've they've stepped in like when reporters have said – What's your stance on issues? Because the NBA has always been viewed as progressive and allowing did you see athletes what, did you to see speak on Steve social Kerr media. Yeah. yeah, I saw the Trump-Steve Kerr thing. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. But essentially, they're tiptoeing on eggshells to try to not to piss off China so they don't take they it want in to, their revenue that relationship. Yeah, they want so, that market, man. They want that Over market. a billion people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want to market. So what? What Blizzard did? They banned this Hearthstone player for a year, but it turns out it doesn't extend to Hearthstone. It extends to all Blizzard games. So he can't play in the Overwatch tournaments he's prepared for. He can't con- pr- participate in any of the esports league. They fired the two Taiwanese interviewers on the show. Yeah. Yeah. What? And then the and then Tencent. I believe it was, came back a couple days later and said, this wasn't in any of our policy. So now people are taking to Twitter and they're protesting and boycotting Blizzard. People have been canceling their World of Warcraft accounts. They've been canceling their Call of Duty pre-orders. They've been, they've been, uh, yeah, all that. They're like, well, you know what? Until Blizzard makes this right and gets this guy reinstated because it wasn't against policy. We're taking a stand and voting with our wallets. And here's so. the crazy part about that. Now Blizzard is making it harder and harder for them. For like, them to cancel working. the accounts. Yeah. yeah. They're pulling a damn movie pass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Kate, before you died, we had a question in the chat. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. How many lies have you heard Nick tell uh, to the, on the show to the audience? Very few, if any. Nick's know. a very honest man. Like he is not prone to lying. Um, trust me. Penis size. I'm sure that was. Yeah. 
Probably I missed that one. What did he say? That was early on. <laughs> Hashtag um, warm cock. Any... Bring it back. <laughs> yeah, I, think I, I think I missed that one. Um, no, actually, trust cut, me. Man. The truth, the truth of Nick Brammer is, I mean, what you see is what you get. Oh fuck! And, I was hoping for and, more. And there's, <laughs> and there's stories that he hasn't told you guys that would curl your hair. Trust me, I've heard them all. Didn't have any? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll curl what you do have. Mine, when I, I wash it, when I, if I don't dry it afterwards, it curls up. So you know, Nick, Nick. Nick might tell me one of them stories and make me have like a tight spiral then. <laughs> yeah, you probably would. <laughs> probably, he'd end up with a Jufro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That means a lot in my book, E. You asked, I asked, and she told you. Damn. He's like, shoot. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> He's just joking. Yeah. Uh, I love E, man. Mm-hmm. Dakota brings up... Uh, Matt Stone's fuck you letter to China. Yeah. That's more proof why we love Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah. Yeah. They South Park guys are said, amazing. Uh, yeah. They essentially said, oh, yeah, we're sorry, China. We too love money more than freedom. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic is something that you guys probably don't give a shit about, but I thought was fucking crazy. Your hemorrhoid they- situation? <laughs> oh, that's huge. <laughs> like, Check these out. No, I'm interested in that. Let's hear about that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he'll show you. Been pretty good past All couple months. All he's got to do is stand up and turn around. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, WWE had the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Never before in the history of Hell in a Cell has there been a disqualification or no contest. And they had Bray Wyatt basically lose to uh, Seth Rollins by by a no contest because that's what Vince thought the best story would be. Well, not only that, they've spent six months building Bray up and bringing him back, and he's, you know, revamped his look and his gimmick, and it's been amazing because even though I don't watch the shows live, I'll just watch his segments on YouTube just because they're fun. Yeah, and the fire Firefly the fire, Funhouse shit. Firefly Funhouse and then you know the little the little glimpses of the fiend coming through and everything. Yeah. And just to have him come in get a win on a pay per view and then challenge for the title just to have that garbage ending was dumb. Yeah. And it's a hell in a cell. There technically is no disqualification. There must be a winner. Yeah, the, that was no always the draw. Fucking dumb. I mean, fucking take her through Foley off the top of the cell. Mm-hmm. I remember you know, that, Foley was legitimately out. This bullshit they did with Bray, you know, doesn't come to that threshold. It's like, God Damn, you have all this fucking energy going forth with Bray Wyatt, you know, with the Fiend character, you know, the fact that Tom Savini designed the mask and, you know, he looks fucking interesting. He he is doing interesting shit. And that lantern, and, oh my God, what they did. Yeah. Was badass. Like his, it's like a version of his old 
you know, of his face and how he used to look and the lights emanating from his mouth, and that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just shows one thing why, like, Raw and SmackDown are in the place they are, and NXT is run by Trips, you know, so so that's actually doing well. And then, like, people are going to AEW in droves. AEW just beat them for a second week in a row, but beat NXT. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, huge. Two yeah. weeks in a row, you know, their debut, and then again this week, and... You know, they said that this week AEW show was actually probably stronger than NXT's, even though the first week NXT probably had a better show overall. They still lost in the ratings. So it's yeah. like we've got a new, you know, we got a Wednesday Wars now and of two quality shows. Yeah. It might be enough to actually make me watch again, but I don't know. Dude, I'd watch Kenny Omega do anything, so, you know, you, he's you, fucking awesome. Would you watch him crack open sunflower seeds reading the newspaper while taking a shit? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then I believe you. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to put that in there, because we got a couple of wrestling stories, but I know a lot of people aren't interested in them, but we do have some wrestling fans in the realm. Uh, yeah, did, we, did we uh, have the one about... Kevin Smith and Jamie's in there. Yeah, that yeah, that's gonna go in a couple. Uh, the next one I have was Hogan wants a fucking retirement match. Ooh, I thought I he was retired. He essentially no wrestler is ever retired. Yeah, they'll have sure. a retirement match and then they'll come back and do a one off and then they'll come back and do another one off. Terry yeah. Funk's retired 143 times since 2004. Mick Foley, you son of a bitch. I'll <laughs> beat you again and take your other year, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, that was loud enough. I could hear that on this and from with my... Damn, dude. Oh, sorry. Right, I coughed. Coughing echo. Stereo. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Matt? Um, like... Do we want to see Hogan in a retirement match? No. Yeah. No. I'm sure there are a bunch of diehards out there that would, but the last time I saw him in the ring was almost a decade ago, and he looked yeah. terrible then. And I mean, he's... he's... Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's had hip replacement surgery. That's and... exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think he should be trying to do any damage to that new hip because you know replaced hips aren't like made to last forever i mean the guy's being held together with spit and bailing wire he needs to just stop yeah yeah and just plus to be honest he's saggy and old and nobody wants to see him without his rip of that shirt off yeah see the last time he wrestled he had his shirt on because he was in, Good. he was in uh, fucking impact. Yeah. He's a, he's a fucking douche canoe. He just needs to let it. Yeah. Go. I don't know what you're talking about, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you uh, something, Mean Gene. Uh, Nick, stop, please. <sighs> oh, that was me. Mm-hmm. Part of that part of that was Josh. 
That was oh, me. sorry, that, Josh. That, that, Nick does all these rips of it, and I'm just so used to it. I'm just like, ah, stop it. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you should step up and be a man, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I can do macho, too. <laughs> My wife's asking me not to. Yes. Thank you, honey. Hey. Oh, yeah, he's definitely broke, Matt Hearn, uh, with that lawsuit. Uh, with his son, he had to pay for whatever reason, even though his son wasn't a fucking minor. Because his son had no money? Yeah. Well, his son had no money, and even though his son was responsible where he is the legal guardian, if that happens, you know, the family is on the hook for it. And mm-hmm. that, and then his divorce cleaned him the fuck out, and then yeah. the TMZ yeah. lawsuit didn't do him any favors, uh, you know, financially. Nope. He he won that though. Yeah, but yeah. There's a whole. There's actually a Netflix uh, documentary on it. Yeah, but how much yeah, he lawyers had... take out of that whole mess? Exactly, man. Oh yeah, he was bankrolled. His lawyer fees were paid by some. If I remember right, his lawyer fees were paid by some guy who had been in it, who had been um, outed, I think, or something by like the that website and. He was pissed, and he like funded Hogan's lawsuit as revenge. But I'm sure he got most of the money back, like himself, you know. Yeah. And you know how wrestling fans are. If they're passionate about somebody, they'll start Kickstarters for them and give them the money. Yeah. 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 It's still real to me. Damn it! <laughs> that, I still love watching that fucking video. Oh my god! It's still real to me. Damn it! Oh my god! I remember that. Oh god. <laughs> I just want to thank you for all hey, y'all done. Dude, putting your house bodies online for all these years. That, it's that still real to me, me, damn it. That dude's going to be the next Joker. Yeah. <laughs> be careful. Oh, all right, the next crime. I promise uh, the next and last wrestling story, I promise. Oh, it was Gawker. J- That's right, Matt. Sorry, I said to you. Yeah. It was Gawker. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jay and Silent Bob were disinvited from SmackDown because they were on the premiere of AEW in the front row. Yep, they were actually supposed to be on the SmackDown premiere, uh, which yep. was the fourth, uh, and it was what the ninth that they were on uh, two nights ago on AEW um, because they, or was it the second that they were on AEW? I think it was the second. Okay. Yeah. And because they the sec- accepted yeah, that. Yeah, second and then the fourth for the SmackDown. Yeah, and because they accepted that, WWE said, oh, we don't want you here now. Yeah. But, you know, Vince obviously doesn't see AEW as competition, clearly. Yeah. Fucking dipshit. I mean, who's going to be pissed off with fucking Jay and Silent Bob. You let them come and you let them see the show. Yeah. You know, and then you do a better thing than AEW does. You know, that's what you do. Not just fucking, no, you can't come see our fucking wrestling now. Fuck you. (laughs) I'd be like, well, good. I didn't want to sit through an hour and a half of talking segments anyway and four, eight minute or four matches at total, maybe 12 minutes in ring time. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Uh Uh-oh, I fucked up. Oh, well. 
Um, so next, we're going to get into some, what takes us into every week, Marvel news. Um, so basically, this week, Martin Scorsese, the executive producer of the Joker movie, decided to take some shots at Marvel, saying that what they do isn't cinema. And at the same time, little Miss Jennifer Aniston has a problem with Marvel movies, saying that she doesn't want to do... She isn't going to do movies where it's all green screen. And that she wants to get back to the time of fucking Meg Ryan and that kind of experience in the cinema. Dude, well, I, I will say, like, in regards to that, like, why, like, when they filmed the Guardians of the Galaxy, why didn't they just go 30,000 light years into space and film it? You know what I mean? Why did you with the green screen? I mean, yeah, it obviously would have been a cost-saving measure and so much more realistic. Yeah, and then, I mean Chris Pratt. He has like it's like a diagnosis. Like he has like an oxygen dependency or something. So like he can't film those scenes in outer space. So he got well, how very dare he have an oxygen dependency? Yeah, fucker. Yeah, Goddamn addicts, I tell you. Yeah, and I think the last person where they filmed them, um, like blowing a building up with them in it, they they died. So those things they they found out it was like they did a study. They said it was safer to do those things under green screen <clears throat> than to do them in real life. <laughs> the fact yeah. that you managed to pull that off with such a straight face is staggering. Actually, this is like the one news story I actually have like some. I can yeah, actually hey, say hey, something on. Oh, oh, speak on it, um, yeah. I, I mean, I respect Martin Scorsese as a filmmaker. He he is an incredible filmmaker. No, me but too. Cinema, Absolutely. But cinema, at its core, is meant to be entertainment for the masses. Right. If you make it such a narrow focus that it has to be some hoity-toity, only for the elite, it loses its very definition. Marvel movies appeal to everybody. That is the; those are the movies all three of us will go to the theater. I, you know, I will sit through any Marvel movie. They're awesome. Families enjoy them. Women, kids, men, everyone enjoys them. They are appealed to the masses. And if cinema is not meant to be, films aren't meant to be only for the elite. You know, and if you want to make those type of movies, go for it. But don't denigrate movies that appeal to everybody, that are fun, that allow you to escape reality and go somewhere else for a couple hours just because they don't fit your your definition. Like, he's being an elitist snob and it's ridiculous. Well, and sometimes it's like, Fucking not every man. flick needs to be some kind of crazy deep narrative. Sometimes we just want to be entertained. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, not everything has to be art house shit. Yeah, you know, exactly. If, if you want to watch art house shit, go watch something that Tommy Wiseau did. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah. There. Uh, and what's funny is Meg Ryan. She's being in a Marvel movie upcoming, so you know. I guess. <laughs> Maybe it's a little case of sour grapes. Yeah, and like, what's she complaining about yeah. anyway? I mean, and, she's and in, like, oh, I was sorry, just going to bring up the point that she's in that Netflix movie with Adam Sandler that debuted this summer that got really big ratings and numbers for Netflix. So I'm sure her payout was pretty nice. <clears throat> uh oh, Dakota's about to piss me off. How many scores? Yeah, probably none, Dakota. Top ten grossing films don't don't a good movie make, you yeah. know. 
but Scorsese has made many quality pictures that I have thoroughly enjoyed. But I think his opinion here is bullshit. And it's not. And it's not like because of his opinion, I'm not going to go see The Irishman. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to watch The Irishman, and I'll probably enjoy the shit out of it. Like, and I'm, like my, I'm, I'm not going to say, well, this is not as good as Endgame because it didn't make as much them. movie. It's a completely different genre. And two or three comic book movies a year aren't taking over and pushing anything else out of the way hey, for you to make them um, out there. Matt Hurd said it. I mean, he said... Sometimes I want an art house flick. Sometimes I want a giant yeah. green monster, and, and I agree with that. And the, like with what Jennifer Aniston said, like there are still movies like that being made. You know what I mean? So it, it's not like those movies are gone because Marvel movies are are in the spotlight. But I think with Marvel movies, we we do get a good blend of like you know, like, quote-unquote, like, summer blockbuster, but, like, movies with heart that, that, that do tell good stories, you know? Yeah. 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 And, and, I mean, why, which is why they've stayed relevant so long. Well, one thing I, mean, I want I to touch on... I did the last Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. I cry in, like, all of them, man. I was giving Josh a hard time, but I'm the same way. No, no. Uh, I was just going to say one thing to Dakota. He said, which ones of the ten aren't good? I didn't mean that just because they're in the top ten and they make a lot of money, they're not good. I'm saying just because they are a draw doesn't mean they're a great movie. A basis for how much it made at the box office as a comparison to how good a movie is is not a good quantifier. That's yeah, Avatar I mean was that. not a great movie, but it was. Yeah. It yeah, was no, he agrees. He, he agrees. He agrees with me there. He said, "Which one of ones of the top ten aren't good?" And I said, "Avatar and Titanic." And he said, "Yeah, I don't like those either." No, yeah. no Avatar <laughs> was fun to watch, but it was not a great movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was visually beautiful, uh, fun to watch, but it's not good. No, Avatar Triple X was better than Avatar. Oh my. Hey, send me a, hey Nick, send me a link to that. www.uporn.com slash He said I got the hookup. Matt Matt Hurd said I watched Avatar the first time I saw it when it was called Dances with Wolves. There you That's go. Not war, wrong. War, war Fern Gully. Dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it and that had some great really animation. some Fern Gully shit. Dude, Fern Gully's awesome, man. I, I love yeah. Fern Gully. I did that too. Movie, but... And then they ended up going live action. What? what? Nick, show her Ferngully. You will love <laughs> Ferngully. It is phenomenal. Kate doesn't. Nick is appalled it. at the list of movies I haven't seen. <laughs> hey, hey, Kate, you're gonna watch Ferngully, and then like tomorrow, you're gonna be on the side of the road picking up trash. Prime. Yeah, Titanic was fantastic. It was the best nap I've had in a long time. It was two and a half hours of pure bliss. Man, I had a wonderful nap today. Shout out uh, to that. Best part, of, best part of Titanic was Kate Winslet's tits. Let's all be honest. Yeah. yeah. And let's Dude, be that, fair. Hey, that's, why, that's why Nick's attracted to women named Kate. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Hey, let, let, let's be fair. There was enough room on that goddamn board. All right. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, wow. even hey, Mythbuster, Mythbuster Mythbusters said there was, didn't they? <laughs> yep. They yes, they did. Mythbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mythbusters had uh, James Cameron. They brought him on and actually proved that you know there was technically enough room. They're like, your movie shit, pal. Yeah, <laughs> he, he still tried to argue with it. 
and just like fuck you. Yeah. Wow. But they proved it was technically doable. It would it would have been difficult, but technically doable. All right. So next story, real quickie here. Rob Liefeld is threatening to sue Marvel for what he is calling their dirty business policies. Dirty business. Business or business? Business, business, whatever, okay? I was just trying to clarify. I wanted to make sure. I'm like, what's business? Are they dizzying in their business tactics? or? Yeah, they're shitty business policies. He won't. He wouldn't elaborate on what he was talking about. But I mean, it's Rob Liefeld. Who who gives a fuck? Yeah, Liefeld's not known for, you know, being the smartest dude in the room. So <laughs> I mean, I will say this: he was a visionary when it came to image. Mm-hmm. Um, really? But, well. You know what they did? He was kind of the one that came up with the idea for it. You know, I well, mean, that that's, was, that that's was like groundbreaking at the time in the comics industry. I'm not, I'm not going to give him a lot of credit though. Let's be fair. Uh, motherfucker I mean, can't draw feet. And yeah, extreme, he literally couldn't draw feet. Like, and, a, and let's be real, Extreme was not the strongest studio at Image. No, and every every product he did, everything, every, everything he did with fucking extreme was a rip off of something else. Well, I'm not yeah. talking about the stuff that he created. I'm just talking about getting the company started. Yeah, and you can say comic, he was the spearhead comic, of that. Yeah, the spearhead of you know creator creator own content is what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the shit that he put out because let's be fair, most of it was a steaming pile of. Yeah, yeah. I'm it just saying, you know. But speak on these shady business tactics. I want to know what he's talking about because mm-hmm. he obviously probably thought there were shady business tactics when they did that. But, you know, elaborate because that's just, th- I'm going to sue you because I don't like what you did. Yeah, I mean, like, what is it? Was he? Did he get not enough zeros on the Deadpool check? I mean, what the fuck? <clears throat> yeah, he's got to be caking now. Yeah, it's not it's not like, you know, back in the old days, his name isn't Jack Kirby or Steve Dicko. Right. You know, I think he thinks it is. Yeah. And it's definitely not Jim fucking Lee. Yeah. And that's the and that's the thing. Like every single one of his Marvel characters that took off, took off because of somebody else's hard work at turning around the bullshit he started. Yeah, Deadpool did. was a one-note fuck-up character. Yeah, yeah. It took Joe Kelly and everybody that came after him to turn that character around into something that could be marketable. Mm-hmm. But oh well. So fuck Rob Lightfield. Yeah, pretty much. I never liked him. Dakota, Dakota, you need to stop reading so much comics gate bullshit because (laughs) that's not true. There Uh, was another Marvel lawsuit, though. Yeah, there's all sorts of Marvel lawsuits, but like, if you if you listen to anything Ethan Van Shiver says, you're pretty much a dumbass. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's be fair. I'm not calling Dakota a dumbass because of anything he may have, you know seen by that dude but I mean he likes living in the swamp that's weird <laughs> and the fact about the mud bugs yeah. bug bugs up the butt mm-hmm. 
You can do it. All right. So, yeah. Love you, Dakota. We do love you, Dakota. And I'd be willing to talk to you off air about Mark Wade and what happened. Actually, the story was behind that. Hulu has revealed the Hellstrom cast. That's all I have. I didn't actually fucking pull the article up. I didn't know we were going to actually get this fucking far. <laughs> well, I mean, they got they they've got a pretty uh, pretty pretty decent looking cast lined up. The only one I know of any of any significance was the dude that played Mister Echo on Lost is going to be in it. Yeah, Tom Austin. Sydney Lemon, Elizabeth Marvel. Up, oh, she gonna yeah. sue Marvel. <laughs> Robert Wisdom, June Carroll, Ariana Guerra, and Alan Wee for the series. Oh wow! So it it says Marvel's Hellstrom centers around Damon and Anna Hellstrom, the son and daughter of a mysterious and powerful serial killer. Oh wow! They're going completely off fucking track with that shit. I don't know enough about Hellstrom comics. Yeah, Hellstrom is literally the son of the devil. Okay. And his sister is Satana. Mm, she's bad, dude. Yeah, she's like she was like 70s <clears throat> pinup Marvel mm-hmm. chick. Hey, Man. breaking news. Blizzard responded today to Ooh. this bullshit. <clears throat> really? What did they say? Basically, TLDR. Um, yeah. We're a bunch of bitches and have no backbone. So um, did they I wanna, cave? They are totally standing by the whole... We. He violated terms of service and... We, we had to take action against the player and against the two shoutcasters after they shared their views on what's happening in Hong Kong on our official broadcast channel. So basically like every other buddy on every fucking thing today. Yeah, everybody's afraid of China. Oh no, everybody shares their goddamn views on everything and it's like okay for all these other assholes to do it. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> Like, anybody watch the video game awards? No. But, but, when it's a legit fucking thing going on, oh, no, we don't want to touch that because we might piss off China. Fuck yeah, off, is, Blizzard. Man. Yeah, if anybody wants to read it, they actually have it on their, under their news section. I posted today of, on Inside Blizzard. So, yeah, so basically they doubled down on their China dick sucking. Yeah. Which, which for a uh, for a media company that does business in China is pretty much expected. from their business standpoint because they don't want to hurt their bottom line, but from a morality standpoint, I think it's shitty as hell. Oh, but at Blizzard, one of our goals at Blizzard is to make sure that every player everywhere in the world, regardless of political views, religious beliefs, race, gender, or any other consideration, always feel safe and welcome both competing in and playing our games. We are always listening and finding ways to improve. It is part of our culture. Thank you for patience with us as we continue to learn. Fuck off, J. Ellen Brack. You can suck a dick. Fuck Blizzard. Yeah. 
I'm about to cancel my WoW subscription in a minute. We already did. Yeah. Hey, that's I, how that's how you tell a company that you don't like their shit. Vote with your wallet. <laughs> you vote with your wallet. Yep. Yep. And you don't have I, to tweet about it. I uninstalled Overwatch. I uninstalled the uh, Destiny Two. <laughs> Fucking done. Yeah. I mean, I could my right kid play, my kid loves playing Overwatch, so I'm not going to do that. But she doesn't pay for anything you know i don't let her buy loot boxes she's never asked to she just plays the game casually so they don't yeah. you know they've already got that money the 30 dollars that i paid for the the overwatch when it was on sale yeah like even if yeah. you uninstall it like uninstall yeah. it's not hurting them it's not and you're gonna refund yeah it's not well you know how big it's been overwatch like that. you know how big of an overwatch nut i am oh yeah, yeah. I, i've played Hundreds of hours, if, like probably over a thousand hours in that game. I'm done. I just, it's gone. I'm not buying any of the Overwatch figures. I'm not well, buying any. The figures merch. are manufactured by Hasbro, and they've already got their licensing agreement money for it. So you would only oh, shit. Hasbro over fucking that. China and Hasbro? Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're not you're not helping the case. Yeah. No, that, I, that, I can't. I'm not that shit with Target. Like, Hasbro made their money. Yeah. You know, I think that, like, like people forget that. You know, like once you see that on the store shelves, like the, yep. the, the manufacturer, they made their money. Like yeah, they don't sell it to us, they sell it to Target and Walmart. Yeah, but the, the thing is, is, if you if you buy it, 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 it prompts them to buy yeah, 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 to yeah. make more, which means they're getting more licensing money to Blizzard for this bullshit. And yeah, I'm over it. I hear you, brother. Yeah, I don't right. do the boycott thing very often, but this was some serious shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do. They did take the dude's ten grand in prize money and preventing him from competing in anything for a year, and where he's under contract, it's not like he can go out and work for somebody else or get picked up somewhere yeah. else. So right. it is fucking that dude. All because yeah. of some shit that they say violates policy when the other side of the coin uh, said, oh, well, that's not against our policy. So, yeah, this is this is Blizzard being assholes. Yeah. yeah. If I could see if Tencent was stepping in and putting some pressure down, but they're flat out saying no. And now Blizzard themselves, the president of Blizzard Entertainment, is flat out taking full ownership of this shit. Nope. No more of my money, assholes. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I was going to say. On to some more bullshit. Marvel, Disney, Hulu, and Disney Plus are all being sued over the X-Men animated series theme. What? There is a <laughs> Hungarian show where a guy, Hungarian yeah. guy wrote a theme that has a similar chord to the X-Men animated theme. Is he an in-shell? I don't know. He's not in my group. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you would know. Yeah, that's right. Um, and the reason why this lawsuit is going to fail is because of its premise. He said that the only reason that the X-Men animated series was successful is because of the theme. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, as a five-year-old kid, man, I definitely tuned out after that theme song. Yeah. I was like, all these dudes fighting with superpowers. 
I mean, <laughs> all I can remember really is. Gene! Um, Gene! I'm sorry, man. I, I was an X Men. I was all over that X Men anime series, oh, and I remember it all, oh, baby. I, I loved, loved it, it, man. Loved it, loved it. They did adaptations part. of comic storylines better than any of the fucking movies ever did. That's for sure. Yeah, dude. I think yeah. I think that's like the best comprehensive like X Men fiction that there is at this point. Yeah. Yep. Because like, the past 30 years of X-Men like has been so hit or miss. It's been a mess, dude. <laughs> Although the current shit is hey. amazing. Yes. Yeah, dude, I, I, I just finished that today. And I you, okay, so you were able to get powers after yep. school? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, wow. I, I read it in class today. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Did like, you read it to the to class? Like, no, they wouldn't, it would have went right over their stupid little heads. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, 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 this is Jonathan Hickman we're talking about, man. This isn't uh I would love it if one of your students stumbled across the I'm being Charlotte's Web. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, oh. I, I finished it today, and, and I'm, I'm very happy with even even as um, a standalone series, you know, with, with the two books. If that's all I got, I'd be cool with it, you know. So basically, what I'm saying is, where it goes from here, I don't care. I love, I love, I. This is this is my favorite interpretation of the X Men. It's These high praise, high praise indeed. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, this guy, this guy's gonna fail, you know, yeah. because of the premise of his lawsuit. If he had went after him. As just like a copyright claim, you know, claiming you know that this was derivative of his work, and that was the only claim he made. He mm -hmm. might he might be able to make something, but to claim he's trying to claim success for the entire success of the X Men animated <laughs> series. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, good luck, buddy. Next story. It'll be about Mar as successful as those two parents in Canada suing Epic. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Now, the next story is Marvel is making selling Stan their Stanley tribute book a firing offense. Now, how Good. this came how this came about is Marvel did a tribute show to Stanley for their staff and some members of the media. And during that show, they handed out tribute Stanley comics, and so all of a sudden they started seeing them pop up on eBay. And the thing is, is Marvel is able to track each one of these because each one has different artwork. Ooh. Yeah. What? So it was like it, it, they made something unique for everyone that came there. And so... It was a gift almost. <laughs> yeah. And these fuckers are putting them up on eBay. What yeah. a bunch of assholes that... I mean, come yeah. on. And it's, like, and it's like, I'm all of the opinion, like, Hey man, like if you like if you got something, you know, sell it, whatever. But it's like that. I don't know. There's there is a line with that somewhere, and I think that if you if you get that and you're selling it, that you're crossing that line, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's done as a tribute. If you don't want it personally to keep in your family, then just decline taking it from the company and stop trying to profit off of Stan's name or and the it's company's like work in Stan's name. Yeah. You know, just like say, either decline it or pass it on. 
I mean, it's literally like if someone's like, hey, I really want this, just give it to them, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but... I'm going to skip the Charlie Hunnam story if you guys are cool with that. Yeah. I don't right. even remember what it was, but okay. Is that the green area? Fan art, don't worry about it. Yeah, the fan art. Mm. I mean, but this I... next one we definitely have to hit. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. The next and last news story is Sony may possibly be selling the Masters of the Universe movie rights. <laughs> Good, dude. What are they asking it's for? It's crazy. Be, uh, probably $8 billion. <laughs> yeah, I, figure, I figure it might be worth like a year, a year subscription to Sports Illustrated in a Hershey bar. <laughs> it's worth about six hundred grand or four dollars in GameStop trading credit. I I don't know. They're farther along than they have been at any other point in the past. Yeah, they actually announced one casting choice for Prince Adam, but I mean, it's been pushed back. It's pushed back. It's pushed back. It's been in development for twelve years. That's you know, there is yeah, word that they want to sell it. To, yeah, they there's word they want to sell it to Netflix, but at this point. Would Damn. Netflix be willing to, and the answer may be yes, uh, but would they be willing to take over such a troubled project at this point that's obviously going to be a huge money sink? Would it be worth the Man. return on investment for them? It's hard they have to, to say. look at. There's a strong following to. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Universe. So they, it's, they're getting a strong brand if they do it. And if anybody can do it right, it'd be Netflix. But yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you. Uh, and here's the thing, you know, Netflix is more of a distributor. Yes, they have original content, but it's more of a licensing thing. Saying, "Hey, you want to create a show? We'll be the platform for the distribution." You know, they're just like the movie studio. They're not the ones actually making it. But okay. But I would imagine that it would be in good hands if, you know, their input is usually pretty good on things. And if this new Masters of the Universe cartoon is a big hit uh, that Kevin Smith's doing with the animation done by the uh, studio that did Castlevania, then, yeah, I could see them taking a chance on it. I want a good live-action Masters, Uni- Masters of the Universe movie. I do. I just yeah. don't know if there can be a successful one right now at this point. I think I think there that there can. Um, what I find interesting about this is the stories about Sony wanting to t- sell their entertainment division. And Apple is actually the big speculation for the one to purchase it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I mean if they're if they sell the if they sell because that was the word was that they were gonna try and sell it off before they made that deal with Disney. Yep. But so if they sell it off the reverts to Spider Man revert by default back to MCU. Right. Um, yeah. But who knows? Who knows what they're wanting to do? It's yeah. gonna be an interesting development. In- and Matt makes a comment in the chat too about it. It may be worth something if they've animated stuff with Kevin Smith as a hit, and he's right. If that's they what I just said, yeah, yeah. If it, it, he might be on a delay, but that's what I was saying. If the new yeah. show is a success, they might be willing to take that gamble. So I'm yeah. hoping that 
A, it is a huge success, and I'm hoping that they do take the gamble, and I hope it is good. I just don't know. I hope I hope Sony taps Kevin Smith on this shit, too, because if anybody mm-hmm. has a good grasp on how to do these old properties, it's him. Because he is a nerd like us. He lived and breathed this shit. Still does. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of person, and he's got hella director chops. Yeah, so that's the kind of guy they need to be doing this shit. Yeah, yo, yo, uh, overlook yoga hosers, and I agree. Yeah, that was just him having fun. I think at that point. Well, that and Tusk. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Tusk was that's just, interesting. It was disturbing as hell, but it was interesting. Yeah, Tusk was Tusk was a rough watch. I kind of liked State yoga was, hosers on it. I I did good. too. Red State was phenomenal. Red State was really good. But yeah, I'm I mean, really in 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 the right creative hands, anything can be great. Yeah. It's just are you going to pay the people who with the proper know-how, are you going to have the knowledge to recognize that these people are the ones with the proper know-how to make something great? And that's where a lot of studios fail a lot of times. They think, or they pay oh, well, you know, this, these people have done this successfully, so I'm sure they can do anything successfully. That's not always the case. No. Yeah. I mean, that's like, or they pay for the name because then they can attach a big name to the property, <clears throat> Michael Bay. Um, and then the property turns to shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I will say this in defense of Michael Bay. His franchise stuff is <laughs> shit, but his standalone stuff, it's not associated with anything, is usually pretty fun. He's done some good shit. I don't even hate the original, like, when he did the reboot of the Turtles. I didn't even hate that. Well, he was was a producer. He wasn't the director. And I liked the first one. I liked the first live-action Turtles movie. I was surprised. But I hated the second one with Casey Jones and Bebop and Rocksteady. It was terrible. Yeah, that was bad. Wasn't Seamus one of those fucking... Yeah, Seamus was was, uh, Rocksteady, yeah. Oh, my uh, God. The dude, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but did you ever watch Malcolm in the Middle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember Steve Canarbin, yeah. Malcolm's friend in the wheelchair? Yeah. That was him? His dad played Bebop. Oh, my God. Oh. Dude. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so something you said a minute ago, Jack, <clears throat> you talked about like how, how they'll like attach somebody to a project just because they've been successful in something else. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we talked last week or, and then this week too, with like with Martin Scorsese is like, they'll be like, they were successful in this comic book or cartoon franchise. So like, we'll attach them to this, mm-hmm. which, which like speaks to their ignorance about it in that they're all the same, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Equate mm-hmm. anything comic book to anything. Well, they they think if they throw a bunch of money at a big name director, they're gonna get that they're they're gonna get that clout mm-hmm. and and that quality. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you got guys like I love Kevin Smith to death. Like I I support everything he does. He is fantastic. He does not command a high price tag. He is not that director. No. But that's why they need a guy like that because that guy is still in touch. Who with knows about it? He knows about it, man. Right. You know, they need a director like him to do this shit or it will fail. I'm not 
so sure they need him as a director as much as they do need him as a producer. Story consultant, producer, router, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They need somebody like him directing this though. Somebody who has that connection to this these classic franchises. And, so that, and somebody who still lives the nerd life. Well, see, that you was don't... one of the reasons why he was so hesitant to ever direct anything, because for the longest time they wanted him to direct, what was it, Green Arrow? Like a yeah. live-action movie version? Uh, yeah. Because, you know, he had written the comic, and his run on the Green Arrow comics was amazing. <laughs> uh, but he was like, I'm afraid that I would fuck it up. But then he finally agreed to <laughs> direct some episodes of the Flash and his Flash episodes that he directed were really good. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, like Matt says, he's he doesn't make blockbusters so the studios keep away and that's their biggest fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, they don't understand that potential. Yeah. All right, we're after 11. I think we can go ahead and head home. I'm already, <clears throat> I'm already there. You know what the fuck I meant. Stop fucking being so fucking whatever. <laughs> whatever. This is third of fucking word. What? So don't make dad jokes? Uh, <laughs> please don't. I hate those. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> I'm about to now. fall over. They're awesome. All right. Well, guys. He tried to bring, the, bring out the bad jokes. <laughs> I don't tell bad jokes. I just don't have jokes that are good for my kids' ears. <laughs> yeah, but you don't like the ones no, I tell. No, she's a pun. Kate loves puns and yes, just really bad jokes like that. And I can't <laughs> get behind that shit. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm about to fall over, so I think we can call this one a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks for coming on, Kate. Yes, oh, no thanks. problem. It was fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah, thank you, right. honey. You were a lot of fun, fun, honey. Thank you. Very fun. You're welcome. I had a lot of fun. Right in and, you know, you weighed in on topics. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for you having know, me. It, I would love to, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see more women on a podcast. You know, Ladies of the Rock podcast. Let's get it done. Anna, yeah, I, mean, Kate. I mean, you know, I think it would be really cool to see you ladies and see what you could come up with. I'm just even saying. If it, even if it wasn't like a weekly thing, I mean, like it could be something that's like when it went, you know. Man, just when you feel like it. Yeah. You know, I, what I think, let's keep Kate, dude. Let, let's, get, let's get rid of Russ, man. All right, cool. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Russ is inside a bear now, so we'll probably never yeah. see him again. I'm going to miss him. Oh, Russ, you, Russ. you heard him first, man. Oh, I'll have to tell Tish needs to jump in. Oh, uh, what's fucking... Moron's chat group. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dakota. He says, Kate, when I, when I come to Florida, we'll grab lunch or oh something. God, oh, God. Oh, Jesus. He's right, All right. right now. I'm getting... <laughs> Uh, I'm about to end this shit before I get more shit like that in the chat. Thank you, guys. Hey, thank you, guys. Yeah, we'll get the hangout out to you guys. I won't because I got to take a piss. But uh, I'll get one going. Yeah, you can do that, brother. Um, information will be in the rock wherever Sam puts it. You, thank you, guys, for coming out every week and supporting us. We really do appreciate it. 
for sure. And we'll see you at TFCon, baby. Yeah. yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I think ridiculous, dude. It's, I it's, think. I think we're all agreed next week can be our TFCon prep oh, show. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm freaking out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. As I say every week, peace, love, and hair grease. We're out. <laughs> Bye.